1: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. The Talk Sport Fan Network
2: is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you know you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, unlike the owls, you'll always be winning with McDelivery.
3: The Wednesday week. I'm hosting today Turkish Delight is um got prior endeavours at the moment. Engaged with something else. He's doing his movie podcast. Um, on tonight's show we're going to talk about pre-season. Um, we're going to try and cover Spain and Doncaster. Um, what, we, what we think about it does it mean anything. No, it doesn't. Um, we've made some signings finally. People can actually calm down. We've actually made some signings. Um, we're going to talk about who would we sign, well, what position would we sign next, what's the next priority priority position, uh, we've got more, embar- bar- more embarrassment for the club, with an A up, turns out it's fucked up, uh, with our stupid sponsor, once again, um, we've got discontent on the hashtag, I want to talk about the meltdown on Twitter, which is just like one extreme to the other all the time at the moment, we might talk about series selling up, but that's died a death already on Twitter. So well done be your protest, lads. Um, and uh, <laughs> why do we keep getting it wrong with youth players? What's all that about? I've mean, had a decent youth player for about. Well, we've got Liam Palmer and Cameron Dawson, but we've not had anyone decent since, what, Derek Geary? Richie
4: Ompres. <laughs> and we probably
3: and we probably stolen from somewhere. So it's like, <laughs> remember the last time we had a, de- a Sheffield lad who went beyond the championship? Um. Oh, and then we'll give a, a, a little tribute to um, Trevor and Chris Bar-Williams, who sadly passed on the same day this week, which is mega shit. So joining me tonight, I've got the civil servant, is John. Hello, like, hi, John.
4: Hey, guys. Nice to see you all again.
3: I've got who some people call the kindest person has ever podcasted in Holly. Yo. <laughs> and, I've got, <laughs> <laughs> and I've got a very drunk Steve who's going <laughs> to rant and rage. i not, so. very, not <laughs> very
0: drunk. I, I, yeah. I, thought that, I thought that intro, the, the, the kindest person ever podcaster, was going to
3: be me. Oh, was it? <laughs> You're the angriest person ever podcaster this week. Today. <laughs> right, we'll, we'll dive straight in. So... This is like a more open forum podcast. It won't be as, as structural as Fudge. Um, preseason, John, we'll start with you. Do you care? Have you watched the games, and do you think it matters? What's your um, thoughts?
4: I really don't get up get up for pre season at all. I'm, 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 all I want is for the players to build the fitness and stay stay clear of injuries. So I don't tend to focus on them much. I know they've been putting them on YouTube, so. I've had a little dip in and out here and there but by and large I don't, I don't tend to get too focused on um on pre-season games it's just a fitness exercise to me and just and just keep you know fingers crossed particularly how we are as a club and injuries that that we uh come through unscathed um but obviously they had a nice they had a nice camp in uh mercia didn't they in spain um seemed like they were doing double training sessions so obviously he's going to keep them you know the fitness is going to be a big a big priority there's going to be a lot of a lot of that and uh yeah it looked like they were all having a, a nice time out there and I'm working hard and bonding and it seemed it seemed well on the face of things and like i said i'm going to get two head up on results win lose or draw it doesn't really matter i remember we're spanked us 14 mil or something one year or something like that so yeah. you know don't read too much into results just bonding getting back Together, getting your fitness up and staying injury-free, where you know is the main is the main thing for me, and you know, and obviously some signings which uh, we can come on to later. So, but
3: yeah, Steve, did you watch any of the games? Um, the Spanish,
0: Spanish ones, more than anything. The Spanish ones. I watched the the Mercia game, um, the, the the Friday morning game. I was working, um, so I didn't see much of that. Thankfully, um, it's difficult. It's it's a strange situation because you, you, you can't put too much stock into what's going on. But at the same time, you can't put too much stock into what's going on because there's nothing going on, if that makes sense. So, you know, you can't take it with a pinch of salt necessarily because we've got a threadbare squad Um and that's a problem. And we, we've taken lads out there and let's be right. Bottom line is, if everything was fully functioning and where it needed to be with the club, we, we wouldn't have that squad playing games out there that, that, that are playing the games that, that, and getting the minutes that they have, um, which is a little bit of a worry. Um, but the flip side of that is, is it's an opportunity for the lads that have gone out, the young lads that have gone out to, to stake a claim and get some minutes and sort of see if they can force themselves in. And one of the things that we talk about all the time is... Um, giving our youth op- youth squad an opportunity to break through. Um the optimistic side of me is right, circumstances being what they are, um we get to we we, we, we get out to Spain and we, we need to put a full back in, we need to put a midfielder in, we need to get this player in there and there and there. Um give him a chance to 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 go and see what's going on. Um I didn't think I, I, I was very welmed by what I'd seen. I wasn't Overly concerned because of the circumstances that were around it, but at the same time, if I'm honest, it didn't fill me with a great deal of optimism, to be honest with you.
3: Yeah, um, the guy who played against New York, like the only young, the youngster who like really promised, and I can't pronounce his name whatsoever. Just, yeah, that guy, did he was he in Spain? I don't think I saw his name in Spain. Got,
0: I don't know. Got... Well, this is the thing, and you know, we things cross over a little bit because you you, you have the whole Joey Pooty of it all that we we're probably going to discuss at some point. Um, and the 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 party line was he wasn't there because of admin administrative issues There's and issues of
3: documentation. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah, but we can get a guy that we released over there in Ben Hennigan and he can go and play. <laughs> yeah. with and there's no problem there, and people can go on holidays and this, that, and the other, and all sorts. And people will shoot me down and say that there's an issue. And we know what the issues are with Joey Putin. It's it's not really a secret anymore. On a I don't know. I didn't see. Um, I didn't. I can't remember being part of things. Um, he, he he was good. To be fair, well, like I said, I went to York, team bits of Chesterfield. The, the the young lads that have been around it were okay. But at this stage, being as late as we started and being where we are. Um you want you, you want to be a bit further on than things are at the moment, don't you?
3: Yeah. So before we go into signings, Holly, have you watched any preseason matches?
5: No, well, I don't think you can read too much into the Spanish ones because it were like 40 degrees. Who wanted to be running <laughs> yeah. around? Didn't he get him training on the same day as the matches as well? Yeah,
3: Which yeah, yeah.
5: Like, in that heat. so
3: and then, and then people are moaning about him being crap and not not yeah. being intense enough and stuff. It's like, come on, pal.
5: And I think also the law oh, is that wow. if you have a really good pre-season, everyone gets excited, you're going to win the league.
3: Well, we and won, won one pre-season game last season. <laughs> we won one pre-season game last season. There you go. And you're we good. did all right this season. <laughs> and under Carlos, I think, like, can you remember we lost 4-2 to Scunthorpe, And the meltdown... <laughs> after we lost that game against Scunny it was insane and then all the piss take from United fans and Robin fans and all sorts because we lost the for 4-2 and we met Wembley that season and also do you know what like,
0: do you know what I don't I don't necessarily worry about the results, and I'm not overly bothered about performances. It's it's minutes in the legs and so forth. But
3: minutes in the legs.
0: When yeah. you, when you come out of it from the other side and you go right, we've we've played this player and we've played that. there there, there there's been a couple of occasions where I've looked at things and gone, yeah. it's not quite where I'd hope it would be. You know, you, you you can't turn around and go, well, we've got this player coming in and we've got that player who's, who who get to come back and you know we're going to make this sign. And I think that that that. There seems to be a really big cloud over the the, the club at the moment. Uh, I feel
3: like I feel like it's a um, a bit of a um, like a lot of players aren't played their natural position in the games this preseason. So I don't know what? if he's having I he's a yeah. yeah, I feel like he, I feel like he's having. He's is he
4: really... looking to? go looking to 3 3 Do we reckon so far early doors? Oh, Looks like there's back. going to be a change, doesn't there? So.
5: We're
3: definitely
4: if you play on numbers, the and then you've got a system change, he's going to going to expose players in it until we get a, a healthier quota, isn't it? So.
3: Well, I feel like I feel like he's, he's, he's like he's been in the job what three weeks now, I think. So I feel like I think people are going mental about signings, and we have signed players now. But I feel like he's had a really good look at his squad. He's, he's even had a look a good look at the youth youth, youth academy. And now he's decided what he, what he needs, and what what, what's not working in this formation and stuff. And that's why we're starting to see signings now. And we are a month behind because Warner's manager left and also because of the playoff final. So we are a month behind. But my, my counter-argument to that is, and I said it on Twitter, was we signed Hooper, Forestier, Harry Pudel and Barry Bannon after the season started. Um, on the final Whistle podcast of what I did last week, um, I think a lot of players won't be available until after the first first League Cup game. You know, the Premier League squads like just want to field a, a weak side, and then they go right. You can go on loan somewhere now for a season. So I think I think people are right to panic a little bit because social media is the way it is these days. We've been left like extreme left or extreme right. I think people are just getting out of proportion. Um, I've I've once I used to get well really involved in pre season. I used to go to all games. And, it's, I can't, and I can't remember ever remember an entertaining one. Well, I've, I've got where I've left, and God, God, we're going to battle a team next season because like that performance against Ilkeston was mint. Like it's, oh my God, I'm going to add him in.
1: Yeah, there he is. Oh. <laughs>
2: We all know away days are min, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. Same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now with the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. For more information, see mcdonalds.com. See you later. Who's this How's guy? Oh, <laughs> here he is. I've just popped in to see what you're doing with my bloody football show. What's going on here? Like, special uh... <laughs> <laughs> guest
3: from Jamaica. It's damn
2: fun. <laughs> I only I, I came on to listen and you brought me on. I've got I've got nothing prepared. Mate, uh, what, where do
3: you were think, you? what do you
2: think? Of... all right All right, Fair it's enough. A... What, what, what did I think about what?
3: It's our second special guest tonight. It's Molly.
2: Pre-season. <laughs> oh god it's uh
3: talk about spain dan well Even dan you yeah. went didn't you talk about all right
2: spain. so so spain was terrible right <laughs> <laughs> so we got there and uh, and i went up for like the night right so i got there went up went up for the evening got there about like two o'clock in the afternoon and you think well i'm in spain i'm getting straight on it that's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna get boshed up la bosh and then um and then we did, we found, we found a bar, but the, the Pinotar arena where it was was in the back end of our center of nowhere. And, um, and so we got there like an hour early thinking there's a couple of bars around the ground. It's not a ground. It, it it's literally just a, a big football pitch in the middle of bloody nowhere. And, um, and we sat down and we were in the sun puddle side and it, oh Christ, the heat, was, it was 39 degrees at like six o'clock at night. And, uh, and I was just sweating one out. And then they, uh, they said we couldn't take beer there, so we uh, we poured our wow. vodka lemonades into the into the water bottles and went the yeah, pal, just water like, you know what I mean. <laughs> and uh, I got absolutely steaming shit faced. Um, the football was d- dire. Um, quite quite liked uh, Pierce Charles. He was all right. Uh, he needs to fill out a bit, but I think they kept saying that about Joel Wildsmith for like the last ten years, have not they? Um, yeah. Well, It'll I don't come remember in ten years him. Yeah, and then we'll sell him to Derby <laughs> County. And then I don't remember a a shot directly on goal, which is quite difficult. However, it's it's difficult not to get carried away about preseason purely because, you know, it's like, there's not, you're not playing the full-strength squad at any one moment on the pitch. No. So you're kind of like, Ah, uh, okay. I, I get, I get it. Like uh, who's playing well and and who's doing the rest of it. And then I got rate right board and bashed stickers all over the place. And then went into town, it got boshed up. And I, I've never met so many expats from Benidorm, from Yorkshire, outside of Benidorm, all at one place. <laughs> <laughs> like they were all there. And it'd be like, oh, have you have you come far, pal? And they go, no, I will live here, like, and they've got like those leathery brown mahogany tans, like that woman in Benidorm, <laughs> yeah. you know, in that shop mobility cart, like, you know what I mean? And uh, and then I thought, right, the plane owns at four o'clock, and I thought I've got a couple of hours in the sun here. It was too hot. It was too hot. Holly, you'd have got a tan. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> honest, it was it was just too hot, and and, and it was just, it just just couldn't do it. It was just mega hot. But I met some of those guys who were on that bus from Benidorm where they had a couple of tires blow out. And they were like an hour late. And then, then they all got there and, and jammed up the bars. I was there for the uh, unsightly scenes with that geezer in his Sheffield United shirt. That was, uh, well, that was just embarrassing, if I'm honest, I'm, on right. both parts. Yeah, like, right. Right. Uh, like, you know, there was genuinely snarling, grown-ass men. People who are old enough to vote and sire a child twice-fold. Like snarling like genuine like spittle around their mouth, snarling at some well, he was a good looking fella if I'm honest. Like you know what I mean? And then and then one bloke told on him and he got moved back to the side that he was originally on. It honestly it was painful. <laughs> what what were we doing? What's happening? Are we still recording?
3: Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah well, we're about to talk about the signings, um I, I I've just I've just said the point about um I thought Cisco's had a good two weeks looking at his squad. He's he's combined his youth academy with his with his what players he had left from his senior team. I and mean, yeah, I mean we didn't lose anyone important, did we? Like who did we lose that was important? Aidan Flint? Like everyone else who went. Like
0: I'd argue I'd argue that in the cold light of day, I'd argue that
3: year, Come on.
0: No, I'd argue that Stockdale <laughs> oh, knowing, yes. now Dale, we knew, yeah. knowing now what we knew, if we could have retained Stockdale for another year, I don't think that would have been a bad deal, if mm. I'm honest with you. Um, One one, one or two things is going to happen. I've seen it in the media. Um, Dawson, if Dawson's not going to be our first choice, he needs to go. So if we had Stockdale in as a backup, I think he would have been a a very capable backup. Flitting between him and Charles would have been reasonable.
3: Um,
0: As It stands at the minute, and the noises coming out from Chisco seem to be that, you know, you reading between the lines, if we're struggling a little bit, it might be that Charles is going in as, as our backup and seven, he's yeah. turned eighteen this week, and to, if he's an eighteen year old goalkeeper going and sitting on our bench. But if something happens to one
3: Yeah, uh, but you have that double Jeopardy world, not you, with the goalkeepers. If you lose if you lose a, a keeper you can get you can sign one, can't
0: you? Which is great, but we lose a goalkeeper on Thursday, we've got a game Saturday, what are we doing? <laughs> Scratching about, I've got to make a place for rest He he he's great, and no disrespect, I don't want him on bench on Saturday. Yeah,
3: I mean, there's rumours you know, they're going in for that Backman. I've seen that from a reliable source. Watford goalkeeper. But,
0: but if you look at the Watford press, he's another one. He, he you know they're talking about, oh, he's a good player. We want to keep him for a year, uh, mm. and they've they've gone into negotiations. And the only thing is, all this business is coming about because of frigging Atchansiri. So Chancery likes him. And then all of a sudden, we're, we're being linked with a guy who's played 45 uh, games quite last it's
3: year. Quite, it's quite accurate, though, isn't it? <laughs>
5: like, but does anyone know that went in for Peacock-Farrell or not? Was that
3: a... I think that might have just been a, a lazy link. Anyway, let's talk about the signs we have made. So, Cisco's decided we need a new right-back. We've pretty much signed a second right-back, which is coming soon. Um, but we'll start with Delgado Stevie. He's a, he's a Chilean internationally played... Did you say he played in Europe last season?
0: Um, yeah, I'd seen that he would played. It was a year before last he played against whoever it was that had been in the same team that Tottenham uh, ended up playing. He played in the conference, Europa Conference, yeah. against Tottenham a couple of times. So he's played European football. Um, obviously, he's played for Chile. Um, so he's, he's got some sort of stock about him. But you know, um, is he? He's the thing. The thing is, it's it's not. It's not one that's. He's not a Darren Moore target, is he? So you go, you can loop no, back it wasn't, to the. It whole, wasn't on that list
3: either, No, <laughs> well, that that, that you, that you, that's
0: that's what I'm saying. You can loop back to the whole series transfer target. Um, these are the players that we've targeted, and it's not. It's not the manager. It's. It's my budget. It's my. Uh, it's my targets. It's my. It's my list. Um, the list that we're looking at, the players that we're looking at, these aren't. Chan this, this this is Chisco coming in and going, These are yeah. the players that I want, I need.
3: It's almost like if Chan didn't say a word this summer, it would have been a lot easier, wouldn't it? <laughs> like, all this meltdown. Yeah, some result. things they shouldn't
4: have said, <laughs> isn't Yeah, just, that's just, definitely. Just,
3: and all this uproar on the social media just wouldn't have been happening. Um, Holly, what do you think about having a, a Chilean right back? I bet, you, <laughs> I bet you're on that moon, right? are <laughs> That's just what you
5: wanted. I have absolutely no idea about him whatsoever. Like, <laughs> which means that he can't disappoint me at least. <laughs> Can only be good. Yeah. But, but everybody moans, don't they? That of, oh, we need to get signings. Then we sign somebody, then they're like, Well, is it? Every season. We sign somebody from overseas and like, oh, so we're signing overseas players then. No, we don't know. And then you sign an English person, you go, Oh, a has been then. An English person that's done nothing for the last three years. You can't win whatever you do. Yeah.
3: Why are so, they get rid of him? If he's good, why are they getting rid of
5: him? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's
0: only been a, he's only been a right back for a year, hasn't he? He's he's, he? he's the right midfield right winger. Right. Um and I, you know I get I get pelters because of the Liam Palmer stuff. Um and you Liam tech...
5: Palmer? No way.
0: <laughs> Have you not heard? <laughs> but you, you you put that to one side. You, we've got the lad that's coming in, and if he's coming in as a right back. Mm-hmm. And then you've got this side that we've signed yesterday, Delgado, who's, who's coming in. That's two right right-sided midfielders. I've got it, in, or right side players. I've got it in my head that Delgado's coming in with a view to playing in front of whoever it is that's
2: going to be playing well, right. Is like, this wishful trying. thinking, Stevie? Is this, is this you to try? It? You know what I mean? We we're there <laughs> agreeing. <laughs> Palmer's going to be either alongside Bannon or he's going to be playing right wing.
0: It's going to be. He's either playing centre-forward on his shot conversions from that stat that was shared earlier on today, or he's playing centre-midfield, second coming of Jude Bellingham. He can do whatever he wants, that kid. <laughs> You're not Joe
4: Bellingham. <laughs> Billy Bellingham. <laughs> Linda Bellingham.
3: So, John, John do you have any, any other thoughts on Delgado? Just happy to have a there. Um, he's going to be yeah. quick. He's going to be an attacking, because that's what Chileans do
4: he's um he's got he's been recently capped for Chile as well. So he's you know if he's he's played at a top level, so you've, you've got to say on on that side of things, it looks like a positive signing. I think there has been a little bit of a switch as well in in, in terms of like targets because. Um, they've lifted a few restrictions on overseas players. So you can now sign them a lot easier than, than you used to, you know, like with terms of visas and def- stuff like that. Definitely the
3: South Americans, which you've just signed. Yeah. yeah. So
4: it's opened up a, another door, so to speak, for, for, for uh, you know, to, to target players that you perhaps wouldn't have been able to before, especially when you're on a bit of a deadline with, with the season approaching and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I mean, you can't fault... Um, where you know that he's played at a top level, he's, played, he's got catfish Chile, They're, you know, Chile is a, a decent South American side. Um, so yeah, in a position of need as well. So it, it's be interesting to see how that one plays out. I just hope he's better than Patrick Wonder because I'm just getting vibes. You know?
3: So, Dan, <laughs> we've That's got true, really Ashley Fletcher turned up yesterday in a very cheeky video. Did you see the video? Yeah. Did you see the announcement video?
2: I, I've not seen the announcement video, I've been on Aldi, I've, I've been oh, away. Right. I, I don't so know what day it is. Anymore.
3: Basically, the, um, the admin just basically put out a uh, a checklist for... Match
0: um, day. It was a, a match pre- day. Yeah, it?
3: a match day checklist. And it was like, I don't know, to get the balls, get the kits ready, make a signing. And then like, he was there in the, in, at the end of the video. It was just like, sat there. <laughs> it was, like, it was quite cool, quite cool. A bit different. I liked it. So uh, not up like not there with sport.
2: Burnley. But
3: yeah. Oh, not no, up, no, up there with Burnley and their teletubbies.
2: I think, I think actually. a... Can intent. you imagine being a foot-
3: on. now on the Burnley stuff? Can you imagine being a footballer going right? We've just signed you for five million quid. Could you just uh, pretend you're on Teletubbies for two minutes?
2: <laughs> I feel like I feel like they've got their like their videos ready and their end. <laughs> yeah. And whoever they sign, they just go, "What is it this week, John? Oh, I think it's uh, I think it's one. Sick. <laughs> you know what I mean? Get him in. Get him in. Um, I, think, I think I think I think what, what we on? What's it? Fletcher, right? Fletcher. Fletcher's a. Fletcher, yeah. Fletcher's a, a statement of intent of what type of football we're going to play and what we're missing. Uh, you know, that game, that you know, what we've seen in pre-season, we are a bit toothless up front. Um, we've got two hard-working strikers in Smith and Gregory, but I, I think I think Fletcher's going to add an element of of pace. Or is he going to play behind them? And we might have plans for Windass to move out to one of the wings where, where I believe he prefers to play, and he's going to play that. What do you kids call it? Is it number ten role that you call it nowadays? Um, Cam attacking midfielder centre, uh, you know that that type of role is is Fletcher going to play that? You know I I, I don't I don't know because I'm the same as Holly. You're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. And um, and if they turn up in the great, cool beans. If they turn up in the shite, well we can all sit there and go. I tells you so.
3: Well, it's a low risk. It's a low risk signing. He's on loan, so if he impresses, we can we can take him on a free next next season. He, he's he's well, said he in his good. interview, but he's trying to earn a contract. And then and he's also he's only operated pretty much in the championship. He's a certified championship striker. <laughs> and we signed one, and then people do become mental. What were you about to say, Holly? I was going to say people one? have
5: been moaning about it, but then all last season, everyone kept moaning that. A squad were too slow. And if we, we did, we even counter attack anybody at any point.
3: No, we're gonna have to do a lot this season.
5: <laughs> Fletcher's gonna bomb down the field and have to wait 25 minutes for everyone to catch up. I hope he can
3: hold <laughs> I hope his old up skills are very good.
5: <laughs> my only knowledge of Fletcher is when he played for Barnsley and he scored at Wembley. And yeah. I watched it with my grandma. And every time they played the replay of the goal, she went, Oh, they've bloody scored again. She thought the scored about ten times because they just kept playing the replay. Oh, they've scored again! Holly, look, they've scored. Or like, grandma, it's
2: the same goal. It's it's weird, Holly. Your your grandma has got the same the same accent as my nan. Like when I do impressions of her, like. Like, listen, uh, look, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to interject with a personal tale. I'm just going to break away from football for five minutes. But I, I've, I've realised that after, after you know, a couple of days in Spain with Northerners and then a weekend away with Northerners, God, we do we do our own heading, right? And, like, and I know I've been in the South a number of years and you're going to judge me, but just just bear with me, right? We love a protracted conversation across a room. We're great good at that. We love going, hey, are you having a beer? Yeah, I'll have a beer. Huh? What am <laughs> I having? Madre, I'm not having a bloody Madrid, it's too sweet, What's the matter? You know, we love that. We love that. And then uh I, and I, I hope I get a couple of laughs of recognition here. Uh do you do your family, especially the older members of your family, do you ever get any commentary on what you're doing? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so you 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 know, you'll 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 get up where you're going. I'm gonna get a beer. Ah, Dan's getting a beer. You getting a beer, Dan? Yeah, I'm getting a beer. What beer are you getting? Just getting one out of the fridge. Where are you going? I'm going for a wee. What did you want to come do? Shake drips off for me. Like, oh, where are you going? What are you doing? What's happening? We you? and you're like, oh God, it's exhausting, isn't it? Isn't it? So I'm all northerned out, which is why I weren't gonna do this show.
3: Today. <laughs> I, I agree with that because I I now like preempt it and go right. I'm going to the toilet, and people go, well, I don't need, to, I didn't, I don't need to know that. It's like I've yeah. just got like, so used to be that, asked where am I going, and I stand up, and I just tell yeah. people. You've
5: got that. to
3: announce it. <laughs> 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 I'm going for a shit. I've seen a bit. Like, like...
2: Sorry, what what were we talking about? Where right. Were
3: we? <laughs> right, before we before we get onto the um the more <laughs> controversial topics <laughs> and more embarrassing Sheffield Wednesday topics, has anyone anyone seen any rumours, any transfer rumours, what what going around? Anyone uh, seen uh,
0: Valentin. The, Paul yeah. Paul Valentin.
3: Oh yeah, but that one's pretty much nailed on, isn't it?
0: Um I don't I don't get the I don't get the goalkeeper. The Watford goalkeeper I don't get. Um he's played forty five games for Watford and I'd seen a couple of it's when you're trolling through that um they're looking at potentially offering him a new deal. So if they're offering him a new deal, the only thing that's come through is the fact that here's suddenly following him or Chisco's following him or somebody's following him. And then all of a sudden, we're 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 about to recruit a championship goalkeeper at 45 games from last season. Um, I don't know that he's stopping that. And already we were paying, paying the
3: championship wages to a goalkeeper.
0: Yeah, we're paying we're paying Dawson whatever he's getting. I spoke about it earlier, and I I don't know. I don't know. I worry about the goalkeeping position. i i have not got any major issue as 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 other people do have with Dawson. He is what he is, um, and if people think that Dawson's the major issue in our squad at the moment, when we've scored three goals pre-season, we've got an average striking rate of, or a striking age of, 34, 35 years old. We've got no legs, and the guy that we've signed has scored three goals in seven years. And we're talking about our goalkeeper being a problem. Uh, who's kept Steve. clean sheets, been player of the year, has gone up, gone up. Um, Dawson is not the problem. I'm sorry, I'll say it Steve. now.
2: Course. we needed we needed a striker we've signed one we're, yeah. we're now we're now looking at a goalkeeper that yes has got promoted twice right but he's you know he's still not there at championship level he got're we're, we're all well and good talking about the promotions from the league one he's also been been in goal when we got relegated from from the championship and let's not forget he was at fault for three of the goals out of the four in the first leg like you know i i, I we we're we're a sentimental bunch as 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 fans because we're like oh he's come through our academy and he's great and he's mm. wonderful. He, mm. he ain't good enough, and and he is a massive problem because it's your last line of
0: defense. Mate, I've, I'm I'm not disagreeing with you, but I'm I'm saying if we're looking at a list of the shit show that is Sheffield Wednesday at the moment, I'd rather be finding somebody at 20 years old, 21, 22, who's going to go right. I'm going to be something different from Gregory and Smith. Who's going to go and excite a fan base? Who's going to go and score 10, 15 goals at championship level? Because the the, the utopia for us at the moment is well, for me, let's get a striker in from Arsenal, Chelsea, Man United, Liverpool, who's 18, 19, 20, who's going to go and do a bit. You know, them across the road did McAtee, and I know he's a midfielder. We've got players that have come in who, who, who come and go and excite players, at, at that uh, excite things. Uh, at that sort of standard, I don't think the goalkeeping situation, whilst it is something that we need to address, I'd rather a striker who's going to get me excited, who's going to get me out of my seat on a, on, on a Saturday afternoon, who's going to score goals. Um, the 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 bigger issue is based on last night. If we're playing four four one four one, it don't matter who's playing up front. Um, mm. I worry about that. <laughs>
5: somebody like Myton might be better in Championship. He was too lightweight for League One, but he might be all right coming. Well, back. we didn't
0: play the right formation for Myton, did we?
2: He's not a winger. Played him out of position. Yeah,
5: yeah, yeah.
0: If somebody, if somebody comes to me tomorrow and goes, right, you've got you, you've got somebody who's going to come and replace Cameron Dawson, or you know, generic goalkeeper who's been promoted out of League Two, promoted out of League One. Record goals, uh, record clean sheet keeping goalkeeper. I'm looking at it objectively and going, he's all right. Then I'm looking at 34, 35 year old go- uh, strikers who were getting this many goals, and people will lord over Smith. But how many penalties did Smith score last year? And you know, we're talking.
3: Scored a very Do
0: you know what I mean? Give me. <laughs> Like give, give, give me a 22, 23-year-old lad or a, a teenager or somebody who's going to go, right, I'm going to explode onto the scene and I'm going to use Sheffield Wednesday as my platform next year and I'm going to score 20 goals. And even if people are making noises about him by, by January and going, okay, now, this guy's done bits for Wednesday, uh, let's get him in and let's sell him on for a, a, a decent fee in January. I'm all right with that because that means that we're going to be consolidating in championship.
3: So we, we want Josh Maggi, we want that link to be true. That's what we're saying out If for Steve. That's what you're saying.
5: We want... I don't him know enough about,
0: about, Yeah, i take him. i take him. He excites me. But I don't know enough think, about the guy, to be
4: fair. I think with a goalkeeper one, it's, it's kind of like I don't feel like they'd, they'd be looking for a youngster from like a Premier League side because I think they believe in Pierce Charles, don't they? But I think they're looking for someone who's genuinely going to be number one, and I think that's probably why they, it's taking a bit longer than we'd like. I mean, they'd be like with Axel Werner, weren't they? Um, a couple of weeks back, uh, nothing seems to have come from that. Um, Black man obviously, you know we've we've already spoken about that, but I think they're probably looking at a genuine, you know, a guy who's probably like twenty over, over the age of twenty-four, an you know, experienced keeper that's perhaps now a number two somewhere else or he's become a uh, a free agent or a lone target rather than, than than a youngster. So I think it'll happen, but um, I, I'm, I'm I'm in Dan's camp. I don't think Dawson is good enough for the championship. Uh, not sure he'll want to be a backup again because obviously that led to him partially going to re- the reason why he left for Exeter isn't it so yeah we've got some work to do haven't we in goalkeeper department so I'm hoping something happens uh, right. before before Friday's uh, week of Friday's game for so that de- definitely
3: before we move on then quick rip round I'll go round each of you what position would you sign next if he was the manager so John who would you sign next what is, what's your big priority now if he was the manager uh, goalkeeper. Just
4: goalkeeper goalkeeper just to finish off what I was saying before Yeah, Steve? I would uh, look for the goalkeeper
0: Young goal scorer,
3: striker, striker, damn, with legs.
2: I, I want one of them, you know. Yeah, it's a goalkeeper, it's definitely a goalkeeper. I, I was trying was trying not to play the obvious answer. Um, I wanted like an attacking midfielder,
1: hate-
2: <laughs> yeah, it's just going to sound like me with sour grapes of Cam Dawson again, but I, I, I feel like we just need to, right? Listen, if Cam Dawson comes on, if we get somebody in. And he's not as good as Dawson, and Dawson makes him look an asshole. Great, you know what I mean? It's a it's mutually yeah. beneficial, right? I'm absolutely nothing personal. Nothing personal. No, and, and I feel like if we've got if we've got an opportunity to strengthen that position, that's what we need to do because Pierce Charles just is, he, you know, like he's you know up, up front and and close up to him, he's got that same body frame as like Alex Hunt, and and I know yeah. this is going to sound like that old English bullshit that. Players need to be a certain size. I'd, I'd much prefer a goalkeeper who's not five foot seven, if I'm honest.
4: This is it. I, whenever I've seen him, even on TV, I'm like, he's not six foot. Is he? He's not six foot no. tall. Even can't. His air is. So,
5: yeah. He need
3: to be. He's agile. Well, I know we've had smaller. I've, I've never seen, you know. I've never seen you him make a, a save. An Has anyone seen him make a save? Has anyone seen him make yeah. a save? There was.
2: There yes. was a wonderful bit where they had a great chance against Mercia and he uh, did a great save. I uh, and do you know right. what he was really, he was really gobby with the defense. He was, you know, he, he, he was there. You know what I mean? Yeah. He was trying to marshal his defense, but some of the people who were defending were the kids he's grown up with around the yeah, yeah. around you know around the thing. If he starts to trying to boss around somebody like Aiden Flint, oh I appreciate, it's not the only one, but like if he <laughs> Ed Flint would turn around and "Go, the fuck are you talking to?" Yeah. You know what I mean? Sorry, go on. I I think- I think the trope there
0: is that it's more of an us issue rather than a him issue. Because I know we, we we will sit here and go, he's not six foot one. But by by all accounts, he's the same size as Jordan Pickford, who's the England international goalkeeper. And you can say what you want. The guy's got, the we're, we're comparing him to a goalkeeper who's, you know, 50 odd England caps. And ability, uh, ability aside, that, that's the bottom line. That's where we are with it. Um, if we could say that we would have a goalkeeper of the calibre of Jordan Pickford playing for Sheffield Wednesday, we'd take it. We would, 100%. Um, so yeah, let's he. get our heads out of his and stop saying he's too small, he's this, that and the other. If he's good I enough, agree. he's good enough. Bottom line. Who would you um, sign Holly? What position
3: would Holly sign?
5: I don't like Dawson but I don't really want to agree (laughs) with these guys (laughs) and everyone's put forward the argument in the other other more in the know group chats that I'm in about um, if
0: (laughs) (laughs) If, if (laughs) Um,
5: (laughs) if Dawson gets dropped then his form dips when he comes back in so whether it's worth getting someone in if he has to then come back in then it's shit for a bit. Um, so I don't know. So, so sorry,
2: sorry. You've got other friends that talk about Sheffield Wednesday. But no more. about uh, This is this is like when Ash tells us he's got something to do apart from the social side <laughs> with this podcast. <laughs> I've been
0: doing this. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Do you
2: bro.
3: know what? For that. Getting a bit. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's move on to um I personally would sign in midfield but that's just me. Right, um A Up <laughs> we'll start with Dan. Did you see that story Dan today? What came out with that A Up? Your favourite yeah, I... shirt sponsor.
2: <laughs> right, I'm I'm gonna try and Start to move sideways on the on what I feel about the branding and the and the name of a company on the front of a football shirt that perpetuates northern stereotypes. Given the week I've had with Northerners, right? But there is,
3: Even
2: it yeah, in it, 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 right? <laughs> of course I am, governor So there's a there's a weird thing here. So is it One Disco? And it's not that Dave Richards. It's a different Dave Richards. Um, one Disco have had some financial irregularities there's been this offshoot startup company that has paid best part of 365 grand to the club in order to get the name of the company on the on the shirt now apparently the bill's been paid but apparently the parent company of a up have gone we didn't know we were doing that like it like it's a shock like it's a surprise but if the bill's been paid as much as i hate the sponsor who gives a shit (laughs) like you know what I mean like like I appreciate I appreciate that there's an element of do we do our due diligence due diligence and is it another example of the of the chairman involving himself into everything so people couldn't do it and all the rest of it maybe so but you know Dave Richards is a Sheffield Wednesday fan not that Dave Richards and and the bill's been paid so all right, there's a cloud under it, and it, and it just it piles onto the shit show that's been since Darren this Moore's summer, departure. Yeah. So, I I kind of the fucking sponsors here to stay, and I'm very unhappy about.
3: it. <laughs> <laughs> Stevie, what's your thoughts on it? Same as what Fudge's.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Um, it's not going to as long as it doesn't affect us financially. Which you I'm can't not bothered and, and and from yeah. what I can gather it doesn't affect us. Um I'm not as offended by the logo and the, the the stereotypes as certain other people are. Um and I've kept my mouth shut about that. I'm not saying I like it because it, it is quite garish, but it it is what it is. And if that's three hundred and sixty, three hundred and eighty grand that we can sort of account for without any sort of major issues, then so be it.
5: I agree. just thought that somebody from A-Up looked down their accounts and went, "AOP,
0: what's this? 360 <laughs> <laughs> grand? How that, much?" That's what that that that's what it is, isn't it? It's it, it's less of a it's more of a you problem than it is an us problem. Yeah. As far yeah. as I'm aware. Until somebody tells me, and I'm not. Yeah. You know, do you know what? I'm, I do look at the finances. I look at the sponsorship. I look at the money that's coming in. I'm not an expert. I don't know. And I think I'll put in the chat today, somebody needs to explain to me better than I know myself. Um, are we all right? Yeah. Is it going to affect us? No. Does it look it's messy? Like, it's such yeah. a non-story. But it
3: is what it really. is. It's such a non-story. Isn't it? it
0: and people we're just piling on the negativity that is currently going on on the hashtag.
3: Yeah, it's absolute. I mean, they've paid the money. So there we go. They've paid the money. There was another. There was another three hundred and sixty grand at the end of the season. isn't well,
4: like Mamadov, didn't they? You know, yeah, yeah. The the year, so... Yeah,
3: exactly. Yeah. At least we got some money out of him, and like.
4: All right, we're, we're, we're having cake ball next season, will not we? That'll be all yeah, like, right.
3: <laughs> it's not the end of the world. Like Barnes, they had a money laundering company on their shirt at the beginning of last season, and then they got a new sponsor after through the season. You know, it, there we go. Who that? to
4: post that um, link where Football Club David had uh, Pornhub as the sponsor? Or oh, yeah. <laughs> Do you remember? I don't know if it, were you, Darren, yeah, it was chat, me, yeah. like, you, Dan, but put it on your chat. The worst sponsors in life, right, isn't yeah, it? I'm I'll tell, tell you what,
2: Pornhub has got some money. I wouldn't mind Pornhub as a bloody, as a bloody <laughs> sponsor. You know what I mean? They they could pay you half a mil. <laughs> 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 and and then I would definitely be Spencer <laughs> in a football team. <laughs>
4: Magic
3: Kit fucking Fuck <laughs> <hell>. Kevin <Kieran> Lee. <laughs> anyway, right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, got it. Why?
0: Wow, right, um... Kieran. <laughs> Kieran Kieran Kevin Lee, our
2: ex-player. Yeah, that one. That one. Definitely <laughs> yeah, that one. That one.
0: Yeah. 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 Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> right. So this is probably a bit out. This next topic is probably a bit outdated now. Since the Chancery Out Mobs lasted four days, <laughs> but if he were to sell the club, do you think we'd be in any any different situation come two or three years down the line, Stevie?
0: So I don't get it. I don't what I, I don't understand. And somebody probably better better educated than me with this could could probably explain, but. Bear with me and go with this. People keep moaning, get Chan Siri out, get him out of our club, put him put put the club up for sale, etc. 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 Work on a scenario. If we sold the club tomorrow and we managed to get some kind of Saudi benefactor in or a Russian oligarch or whoever, they would still be operating under profit and sustainability restrictions, right? right. So if we were to sell the club and clear all the debt, whatever it is, we still have to be able to say we we we've got to operate where the sponsor we can only have this much money for sponsorship. Mm-hmm. We can only we we've got to earn this much money through the turnstiles. We've got to declare this much money X Y Z. So these people that are moaning about getting Chancery out
3: Hillsborough if, is still yeah, costs yeah. more than and, and, and a lot of lot of stadiums to run because it's just so old. Yeah. Man. So,
0: if we had a, a, a multi-billionaire oligarch saudi benefactor whoever it may be that comes in they could buy Siri out for two billion pounds for example they still can't put the money in beyond what Siri can put in
2: anything, only... really that's... no that's that's that you're dead right right so the 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 price of the club will be determined elsewhere, the sponsorship will be determined elsewhere, how much Hillsborough's worth will be determined by somebody else elsewhere. That's that's what happened. I, I, I think, well, you're right, because it's not like Chancery's not got a few quid, right? He, he knows he, he's £720 got
0: money. million
2: pounds that guy's got. Right, he's, he's got money, right? but he just can't spend it, and I think that was his, his first shock when he first came into the club. The issue for me with Chancery is his complete departure from where the club is in the in the UK and how much people have yeah. got, his his pricing strategies, his um his and this is the biggest one for me, is constant desire to involve himself in every single decision the club makes. That that is not delegating, that's not trusting the people around you. That's just being a pain in everybody's ass and stopping people grow, develop, learn from their mistakes. However, on the other side of it, it's your money they're fucking about with right so i i i I do get it like people are talking about this digitized system on the on the turnstiles that's that's not us moving into the 20th century that's a labor saving device because you don't need a man stood there you know what i mean that's 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 what that is and it does make you wonder if that's if that if the labor bill is that big why didn't they do that years ago you know stuff like that because he's not involved himself in that in that scenario, I'm
3: sure he said something about that years ago. So I think in the one of the first fans forums he did, someone said that to him, like, Why are we, when are we going to get like automated turnstiles? Like, Rotham United, I think was the example given. Even Rotherham has got him. And I think he said something along the lines about, I'd have to sack someone then. And everyone went, Oh, he's a, he's a family man. He loves his staff. You know and and he's like, big fat
2: done it anyway.
3: Yeah. And then he's done it anyway, seven years later. But that might be a Liam Dooley
2: decision. We don't know. Though. So look, what 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 it is for me. I just wish you'd learn a little bit more when to take a step back and when to take a step forward. I, you know, I I, I said it. I said it online. And a new chairman doesn't automatically, you know, guarantee success. Look at Blackpool that was mentioned before. Look at uh, the chairman that Forrest had when they had that Greek fella in charge that had a picture of himself and Billy Davis and oh, in wow. the Oh and, yeah. Oh my
3: right? god.
2: You know what I mean? Like You know, there's there's. There are a worse but, chairman out there. Ma- they're all
3: narcissists. Yeah, yeah. They're all narcissists. mega Sheffield
2: rich. United managed to find a skint chic. You know what I mean? So, yeah. like, uh, I, 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 one swallow don't make a summer and the grass ain't always greener and all that shit that you come back. I just want him. I need somebody to stand up to him and go, you see you, you're fucking this up by being you. Yeah, stop, stop it, you thing. fucking child. Yeah. That, that's what I need. That's what I need.
3: I mean, I... <laughs>
0: I don't know if you saw okay. my, uh, do you know when we do the bits where we, we, we talk off, off offline and we say, right, you know, we're going to do a little bit of a snapshot and we're going to do a little bit of a promo where we're going to have a, a, a talking head where we're just going to promote the podcast. What you've just said there, Dan, that 20-second grab there is exactly what people need to hear because we're all on board. We're all the same. Chan gets a lot of negativity uh, because of the things that he's doing, the way that he's acting. But what you just articulated it in a way that I think, when people take emotions and put them to one side, that's what everybody think thinks and feels, I and I, I, think I, I, think I think that's think really that's important. What,
2: that's what any sensible person would think. I, I believe. Yeah.
4: Sorry. sorry. I agree. And to, and to be honest, to be honest, it it seemed like he was doing a bit of a of a backseat when Moore was in charge, didn't it? I don't know what you know, whether it was more to do with his commitments in Thailand or what, but it, it did seem like he was. Taking more of a back seat when Moore was in charge, and the recruit, recruitment seemed a lot more structured towards certain players of certain leagues, etc. But, was, but the, obviously, the, no. the,
0: the, the argument there is is that less chance area, more, more, and people will mm. love the fact that Darren Moore was able to manage up. and Hopefully, fingers crossed, Chisco will find his, his, his feet and be able to do the same thing. But I think Darren Moore is probably the person of everybody that's been involved with the club. Who has managed to manage Chancery better than anybody else because he's gone, right, you go, took yourself away over there. I'm going to get Jamie Smith. I'm going to get Paul Williams when he first came in. I'm going to get Simon, whatever his name is, Adriano Barso and so forth. This is my group. This is what we're going to do. You're welcome to come in when it's time to come in, but we will tell you what's going on. I think Chisco's coming and is very much... These are the ideas that I've got and these are the things that I want to do, but he's operating on a it, it, on a whole different level at the minute. And I think time will tell, but I think Chisco deserves a lot of credit and respect for the fact that he's coming and gone, This is an absolute shit show. And you know, the, the noises coming out of the, the the group at the minute are this guy's galvanizing the place as best he can, and he's operating with players that let's be right, Cadamatary. Uh Jay, Jay Glover was terrible last night. I'm sorry. I shouldn't say that publicly. He was awful last night. And there were a couple of we've got other youth lads and we will we'll talk about the youth players coming in and so forth. Darren Moore wouldn't have been operating on that, you know, based on based on where we were at the end of the last season. Chisco's picking that up and he deserves every credit for being able to do so. Mm-hmm. I
1: just yeah, another think... problem
4: you get as well, you know, going back to going back to potentially him selling is he's, he's spent over 150 million to leave us in a worse position than he found us. So he ain't going to sell us on the cheap and nobody's going to pay what he wants. Um, that's, that's a big point. Yes, I, I think a little bit of, leeway. A lot of
2: potential people. Hmm?
4: Yeah. yeah. You get a little bit of leeway with well, a well, new owner. We we, we profit and sustainability. I mean, somebody like Kieran Maguire would be, would have been a, a previous guest on the show, obviously. He's a great person to talk to about that. But, you know, like we said, he's got, you know, he spent all that money, he wants a certain amount for the club. that, that They're not going to pay that. There's the Hillsborough situation as well. Do you get the ground with the, sale, with the sale of the club? That's an issue as well. So I think, unfortunately, we're stuck with him for now. But like Dan said, it, what we need him to do is just stop stop being him <laughs> at times and just, yeah. just be more... I know, but the geezer
3: know, pumps in my... millions and millions of pounds a year just to keep us going.
0: And I, do you know on that, I don't think it's an unfortunate thing. I think the, the situation's unfortunate. I don't say unfortunately, unfortunately we've got chance here. The guy's going to keep chucking money at it. He, if he could throw £10 million at the club tomorrow, I think he would. I genuinely yeah, think he would. No, I think he would. And, you know, we, 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 we can talk about season ticket prices. We can talk about shirt prices. We can talk about, you know, the 10-year season tickets, the timings. And, and we've all been victims of it. And we've all... We've all suffered because of it, but the bottom line is he's gone, this is what I have to do to make this club sustainable. So the I think, the, I think the a lot of club clubs game, are gonna to
3: fall too soon. I think a lot of clubs are gonna be expensive. No? They are.
0: Listen, they will, and there will there will be other clubs before us that will fall. And the you know, when people four four two have put out the thing that was it today or this week where they've they've gone, we're gonna finish nineteenth based on their projections. We'll we'll finish nineteenth this year. And I'm a big fan of that. I always, as a as a, as a young young lad, you'd always look at the where the where the four four two see your things are gonna your, your team's gonna finish. I think Vic's done it a couple of times, and Laura Lawrence has done it as well. Actually, um, they've done the, the the talking heads and they've done their little bits, and we will finish there and blah blah blah. No doubt, if you look at it, they'll say Darren Moore's galvanised us, and we're on because he did it in June. <laughs> but bottom line is, if we if we finish where we finish. And wearing championship—that's great. But not being funny, we've <laughs> we, we've gone through some absolute shit in the last six weeks. And if we can stabilise the club, Chancery can could could do what he's doing, or, or or what he's capable of doing, then it is what it is.
3: Right, we've done fifty-two minutes. Somehow, I've actually really enjoyed it. Um, let's just talk let's wrap up, let's just talk about the passing of two legends at this club really, Um, at the probably most recent successful period since the 50s, since the 50s these guys are in the 90s Um, we love to talk about the 90s still, because we've had nothing else to talk about since the 90s Um, Holly, do you have any memories of Chris Bart Williams or Trevor Francis?
5: That's before my time unfortunately
3: um, <laughs> I thought I thought you might have, I thought you might have just got a Chris Bart Williams one because my older sister who's similar to you he, he was that he was her favourite as she said to me when when on when she texted me the other day.
5: No, but does anybody remember at Brentford for the um, the playoffs? He was in like the gantry thing and people were going, we're singing Trevor Trevor shows your head and then he came out at this, a right angle like this. <laughs> Just stuck his head out at a right angle and everybody went way and I started throwing inflatables at him. I don't know what that were about, but that's that's all I've got. I'm afraid
3: <laughs> hey, it's better than a 40 it's better than a 40 you're gonna have. <laughs> John, you must have a good story about Trevor Francis or Chris Bart Williams.
4: Well, I mean. Members of this panel will harp on about those times because we're of that age, and it was really a golden era to be a Wednesday fan. And you know, it, unfortunately, you see for for the younger generation they have to like look it up on YouTube. But we were there, we lived it, and it, it was it was magical. It was brilliant. I mean, Big Ron built the side, but Trevor carried it on after after Ron went and left to go to Villa, um, which we we're all sh- shocked about and angry about. But Trevor Trevor took over, being the senior player, and. Looking to go into management, and 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 we had some wonderful times and some unbelievable players, you know, from uh, international players like John Arch from from America and um, Swedish with Nilsson, who was arguably our best ever right back, and we were just awesome to watch. We'd go to Spurs, and when we're good at Everton, and when we're good, we you know we 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 were just we were just fucking brilliant. Honestly, it was just a joy to watch, and Bartman was just the coolest dude of the lot he was just this young kid fearless great touch great dribbling ability um like i say i i I always remember him just not being able to play i don't know if he was injured or suspended but he was just sat on the bench he wasn't even in gear got like a leather jacket on he got his headphones on and he was just like this guy's just the coolest cat in the building he was just awesome um and Trev, obviously, you know, um, you know, when he came to us, he was uh, back end of his career. I think he was thirty-seven, and we were still bringing him on, and we were turning games around, and we were winning them. It was just uh, there were just two players from a golden era for the club, uh, two huge losses for for the club, um, and leave a lot of memories that last for a lifetime for those that were there. And if you weren't there, there's they, they, still the videos on YouTube. There's, there's some great behind-the-scenes documentaries you can watch as well. It was just a special time and, and I'm really sad that they've gone and, you know, uh, thoughts with the friends and family, obviously.
3: Yeah, I mean, Chris Bart-Williams, we've pinched him from late in Orient, so we, we were the big dog then, pinching young players from smaller teams.
5: We probably moaned <laughs> about it.
3: Yeah, we probably moaned about it. Who's he? Who's he? People probably saying, <laughs> Why aren't we signing Zico? <laughs> Stevie, Chris Bart Williams, you've got some, some, something to say about him, haven't you?
0: Um, it's, a, it, it's a hard one. And do you know what? I, I, I've said it privately on here, and I'm not going to get over the emotion or anything like that, But me and Dan sat and I've got an overriding thing. My sister, who's, who, who's been on the pod recently, um, asked me to share the, the 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 lockdown live that we'd done, um, and <laughs> my memory, my, my, my overriding memory of that is Dan getting the fucking timing wrong. <laughs> so he'd, he'd been he'd been I think he'd been messaging Bart Williams's wife, and he'd, he'd not got the, the 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 different time the time zones right. So we'd logged on at six and sat there like this. <laughs> for an hour <laughs> and he's pulling that face now that he was pulling at the time and we, we ended up getting in touch with him and we, we just literally got the time wrong but the moment that we'd logged on um, all the lockdown all, all the lockdown lives that we'd done it was talk to, talk to screen talk to camera where we are now somebody sat and looking at us like this and you know it, it, it was quite formal he was sat on a, a mobile phone and he was walking around his, his, his house, his apartment, whatever. He was in the back, gardens, palm trees, job lot. And the first thing he did when he logged on, we apologised. He laughed his head off, off camera, laughed his head off. These things happened And literally it was, it wasn't a long one, I don't think, was it, Dan? It was literally 45 minutes. And the guy just laughed all the way through it. He was so humble, such a nice guy um you know as a person to be able to sit and have those experiences with that guy based on you know the 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 experiences you have sat in the stand with a guy who for me at my age he was 3 years older than me you know and as a as a as a, as a kid of color and i don't i don't bring color into things like this but your role models are what your role models are and when you're finding your way growing up Seventeen-year-old black lad who's playing Premiership football and uh, has got in there is a big deal, you know. My heroes growing up were John Barnes and John Barnes and Chris Bart Williams, Carlton Palmer, Des Walker, and he was one. But he stuck out because he was such a—he was so close to me in age, and he'd done something, and he'd done stuff that people hadn't done before. You—you didn't get that, and it was such a. An amazing thing to have somebody of that age and that sort of—he was so cool, as well, you know. Um, And to hear the news this week is just the 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 Trevor Francis news, which we may or may not talk about, was a real shock. That the guy had a life. Do respect the guy had a life, and he'd done what he'd done. But Chris Bart Williams is three years older than me, and to hear what what we heard this week out of nowhere is is, is is absolutely horrendous.
3: Yeah, Carlton Cole was on TalkSport and he was saying like, when he was at Charlton as a young player, Bart Bar- Williams was like by far the most popular person in the dressing room.
0: I've not heard anything different. Yeah, uh, the
3: every ex-pro every is the
0: you know,
4: same.
0: Yeah, Ian, Ian, Ian Taylor's Tweet, I've, I've retweeted something from Ian Taylor today. Carlton Palmer's message. Obviously, we talked to Carlton the other the other day. Uh, Kevin Campbell's done his bits and and so forth. Everybody is saying the same thing. And the fact that Nottingham Forest, of, of you know, Forest were a, a middling club. All right, they're a big club. They are. They were a middling club when he signed for them, and they're calling him a legend. He will be a Shepherd Wednesday legend. He is a Shepherd Wednesday legend.
3: So Dan, you get you get Trevor Francis, mate.
2: I'm not I'm not following either of that. I think <laughs> uh, I think everything's been said that needed to be said. Steve, you, I'm glad you brought in what a role model he was as a person of colour, and um and being around the 80s and 90s, I appreciate you came across some some things like that. Um and to 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 have a role model such as that so close to home, it's 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 amazing. And when when Sheffield Wednesday signed a player who'd Who'd broken a record in being a first million-pound player as well. That was, you know, that was something special as well. I'm not, I'm not going to add on. I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to add on to what's already been said. But the whole thing's just really fucking sad. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And um, uh, you know um, what? The, 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 no, sorry, like
0: <laughs> no, can I just say about the the one thing I would say? I think I was at uh, the Eco Power last night. And there wasn't a big crowd. And take take away everything else, uh, performance, everything else, resolve situation, so forth. Um, we knew what was coming because it had been announced that there was going to be a minute's applause. And the one thing I would say is that the 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 the, uh, the 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 announcer wasn't. It was very difficult to hear in the in the stands, but he made his point. And the point he was going to make was. We're going to do a minute's applause. And the fact that the 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 teams got around the centre circle before he even said that we're going to do a minute's applause, they started applauding. Um, and it was a big thing. And the referee didn't know what to do last night. And he kind of, we must have clapped our hands for two minutes yesterday instead of one. Um, I'd just like to say, or, or, or like to think that when it comes to the first game at Southampton at Hillsborough, that we have an opportunity yeah. to pay our due respects. And it's not just a one-off thing, at, you know, at the keep, the co-power or whatever, and the pre-season friendly. And we get to pay these two guys an absolute bit of respect because of everything that they meant to the club and everything that they did. Um, and it'd be really, really disappointing if we, we didn't get an opportunity to do that.
4: Yeah, the two games against Forest as well, if we could make a make a big deal about about these two. Wonderful legends of both clubs. Uh, it'd be so much special, wouldn't it? So hopefully they'll be uh, looking at that down the line.
3: Uh, any other business? Any other business before we go? I think that's it. In it, it's a somber yeah. moment.